You gotta start us off this time. <clears throat> hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I watched the second half of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ethan. You know where I first heard about this movie? What did you first hear about How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? My grandma. That's an interesting she heard She about. heard about this movie, and she was like, more like how to get a guy in 10 days, am I right? And for some reason, that memory stuck with me forever. <laughs> and every time I think about this movie, I think about my grandma about saying grandma. that. Huh? Yeah. That's a cute idea. It's weird. That is a really weird it's memory. It's a weird thing to see. For this film. Yeah, it's a weird thing to also see your grandma say that. Yeah. You'd be like, I want a guy. I want a, a penis in my old vagina. Yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right, grandma. I thinking about my grandma doing that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. It's a very weird thing. But it's not as weird as the premise of this movie. Interesting. Yeah, interesting uh, uh, idea, this film. Yeah. Because it's, it's all in the title, you know. It the is. title gives everything oh, away. The title gives everything it away. It helps me a lot. But also, it's Why? The why behind it is what's interesting, Mike, and I want to know if you have any idea why so this, this whole thing happened. This was interesting. I I I, I liken it to uh, like a like a Shakespearean play, like this concept of two. Young, I'm not being facetious. I, I know. Okay, go on. Two go. young lovers uh-huh. who are brought together through manipulation and a miscommunication, um, and in the end, uh, realizing that the thing that brought them together. In the first place, uh, that was out of spite or out of uh, some kind of uh, wrong wrongdoing of either side, eventually became the thing that uh, would bring them together to find true love, uh, which is something in the beginning they didn't expect to find or perhaps even believed in. This is a very like this is much ado about nothing. This is a very Shakespearean concept. Okay. Um, so watching this movie was interesting. So okay, so here's what I've got. We've got. Uh, the main the girl whose name is Andy. Yes, she she's Kate. Um, Wh- I was going to say Winslet. Kate, 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 oh my god, if Kate Winslet was in this movie, I know, amazing. Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Okay. She plays Andy. She's a writer uh, for a magazine that's basically cosmopolitan, but isn't cosmopolitan. Uh-huh. And she's told by her boss of the magazine, the the, the like the uh, editor in chief of the magazine, basically, to write an article. Of a how to, and her how to is how to lose a guy in ten days. Okay, now, yes, that's fine. What? How does Matthew McConaughey get in the situation? So, right, all of this is kind of come comes out very quickly. I might add at the very end of the film during the climactic scene that's in almost every movie oh, yeah. play like this, where everyone originally eventually figures out what's been going on. So. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's thing is he works for a diamond company. The, that diamond company is uh, no wait, he doesn't work for a diamond company. I apologize. I, I, I made a face. He, okay. No, no, no. I'm glad you did because I, I I fucked up. He works for a marketing company. Close advertising company. Ah, close. Same thing. He works for an advertising company. Uh, and this advertising company has a lot of like um, different accounts, mm-hmm. and their most popular the, the the account that everyone wants to be a part of is this diamond company, uh-huh. the Debris, the Debris, Bo- yeah, something like that. You got right? it. Uh, Good they're, job. They're, thank you. They're, I'm not even looking at my notes. I know. Guys. I'm surprised. Uh, they're a diamond company that he need he wants to advertise. Someday and I'll sh- get to your level where I can just not look at notes and remember <laughs> names. Like that's insane things? to me. His name is Ben. 
Sure. Ben Benjamin or something. Ben Benjamin. It's honestly their both ben their names. Franklin. Both both their names start with the same letter. So I it's... just call them Matt. <laughs> That's it's a good easier. One. It's Matthew McConaughey. He's not doing a character. He's pretty much playing himself. He really is. Uh, so anyway, he's a marketing guy. He wants the big account, and he's told by his boss that he needs to date this gr- uh, a girl. Uh-huh. I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know if it's a specific girl that he needs to date. Or if he just randomly picks uh, Andy out of the blue, like at a bar. Uh-huh. But either way, he needs to stay with this girl and make her fall in love with him because he says that he's never either been in love and doesn't believe in it or he's never had a, a girlfriend. What are you looking at, Ethan? Wait, who said that? Is that Matthew Hines? Matthew McConaughey said that. And his, 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 either his boss or his coworkers were like, all right, well, here's a bet. If you. I think it's his boss because his boss eventually like tells him that he's got the account because of this yeah. wager. But his boss basically says, if you can in 10 days or less or something, or by the time that we have this big meeting with the diamond company, this big party, this big party with the diamond company, mm-hmm. then uh, if you can woo a girl and make her fall in love with you by then, then you get that account. So both people Interesting. are trying to get something out of other people and end up picking each other either by accident or on purpose. I'm not sure because at the end of the movie, it becomes clear that both Andy's boss and Matthew McConaughey's boss know each other. So, yeah, hmm. because the advertising company. Oh, yeah, they work. They work with the. They work with the magazine because they're trying to advertise the diamonds yeah. in the magazine. Okay, so you got. Most of it right. Yeah. Congrats, Mike. This is fun. Yeah. See, this is a good thing for that the other was, half. That was interesting to do. I like that exercise. I like that. And a now lot. we can stop the podcast because we explained the whole plot. Basically, I tried as Basically. much as I could. So we don't really need to deal yeah, with this. We can just, stop. We can just talk about something fun. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, How do you like romantic comedies? Are you a uh, big fan of romantic comedies? Nah. Mm, well, here's the thing. Yeah. Some, <sighs> I say I don't, and then I watch them all. It's just like entertained the whole time. Yeah. We're like never, this one? Yeah. Well. <laughs> There are good and there are bad. There are good romantic comedies, but I think a lot of the good ones that I end up liking sort of buck a lot of the cliches. Like mm-hmm. when Harry or at Sally. least turn them on, turn them on the uh, their head a little bit. Yeah, like when Harry Met Sally like is good a anime. great romantic comedy. Uh-huh. What's another one? No, I said like good anime. You oh, know, yeah, like good trying anime. a little bit, you know? Yeah, there's fun. some tentacles in them. So yeah, those are the best, best kinds of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of romantic comedy. So it's a surprise. I, I, I feel like this movie was trying to do that, but didn't do a good job of it. Yeah, it, I think the thing is, is like, they try to buck the trend by actually making the main point bucking the trend. Like yeah, the whole yeah. main plot of like, I got to lose this guy in 10 days. Right, right. Like that's, that, a, that's an interesting concept. That, How yeah. do you make a movie about love where the main, per- and the main characters are, one of the main characters actively trying to get out of a relationship? Do you think they came up with the name of this movie first and then wrote, wrote I'd backwards lo- I'd that? Because I feel that. like that'd be really funny. If they I'd like that. to think that the title of the film was the logline for the movie. And they're like, I, we still haven't come up with a title. What's it going to be? And they're like, eh, let's just use that. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, you might be right. That might be what it is. Um, it's a pretty memorable title, though. Like, I think it stuck with me. I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say you suggested this movie, but I don't know why. It was on Netflix. Does it? Yeah, it's, it was just easy for me to watch. But was there any other reason? Like, why? I hadn't why seen did it. You choose? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, there are tons of movies on Netflix you haven't seen. Yeah, but, but this was one I'm sure you also hadn't. Seen. Okay. <laughs> There's also. Mike, those are most movies on Netflix. <laughs> I want to know not why. Not for me. Not I've for seen you. a lot of movies yes, on Netflix. Yes, okay. You've seen oh, a lot. Oh, that's a good point. But if I see a movie on Netflix, then I have probably, probably I have not seen it. Good chance that you have it. Yeah. That's a good so point. So what made you choose this movie, Mike? You know, I just really like uh, Catherine Heigl. Catherine <laughs> Heigl's not Catherine Heigl. <laughs> What's your name? It's uh, Kay Hudson. Oh, man. I always mix You know what? Up. To be fair, 
when I saw the image or like when I remember seeing that first picture of the the I remember this movie too well. Like I remember the promotional materials too well for this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of her leaning against Matthew McConaughey. Yes. And she yes. does look kind of like Catherine Heigl. For that. some reason. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. Which, by the way, I watched this whole movie thinking that she was Catherine Heigl. Oh, no. And thinking She's like. She's almost famous, man. Catherine Heigl? No. I, uh, I might, Kate Hudson. I might have mixed them up in Almost Famous, oh, too. No. It's very possible. Uh, We've all done that before, Mike. <laughs> There's nothing well, I, wrong with it. I remember seeing the poster for this and going, is this Failure to Launch? Because it's like the yeah, same Yeah, it looks almost too. exactly the same. Some guy leaning on some lady. On some lady, yeah, yeah. right? I think Matthew McConaughey is in both as well. He is. This is another thing I find interesting. This is the part, this is like the time in Matthew McConaughey's career when everyone just thought he was a joke. Where like no one took him seriously. Yeah, because he was only and he in was that. just a pretty face. This was the uh, Heath Ledger version, you know, where he was always in yeah. like, those uh, romantic comedies type things. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, well now I'm going to show you what can act. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, but for now he's just playing himself. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like I'm a handsome southern boy with a nice tan and a great bod. Yeah, but he's not a southern boy. Not uh, he has an accent, doesn't he? Like a little he doesn't bit. have an accent, but he's not from the South. He's he's from uh, New York. Yes. Is he really from New York? Then why does he talk like that? I don't know, but his parents are from New York. What the fuck? <laughs> what a poser. Yeah, his parents are... I know, right? How great is that, that he's putting this accent on? No, his, 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 uh, his parents are from Staten Island, and they live in Staten Island. I don't know. No, his mom's got an accent, though. So maybe they were, like, raised... They don't really go into that, but I guess they maybe must have been raised Maybe she met a New Yorker, south. went back down south, yeah. raised but the they kid live for in a bit, Island, and then they, moved back. They go visit his parents, and they, they're living in Staten Island. They're just like a, a bone a, a bone trip a boat bone trip a they bone do trip? bone on that trip but nice. it's just a boat trip away uh, okay no it changes to a bone trip as soon as you have sex like the mile high club that's right that's right uh, the airplane have you ever have changed. you ever been a part of the mile high club okay is the mile high club having sex on an airplane or is the mile high club just jerking off an airplane <laughs> Because we're gonna have an a- two different answers to this. Holy shit! Ethan. I'm not you, kidding. You, you, I, <laughs> I was kidding. That's what I meant to say. I meant to say the other thing. The thing I said. Boy, I say the does that look suspicious? <laughs> and from my point of view, so is it like a jacket off in the in an, air, in an airplane? Everyone laughs. Uh, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I realize everyone's laughing at you. Oh, wait, I am kidding. Sorry, I mixed up. I didn't think one it, I honestly, word. I honestly no, didn't no, make no. Okay, so you've jacked off in an airplane. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold <laughs> were, you, on. were you in the bathroom stall or just in your seat? And nobody <laughs> was sitting next to you. <laughs> you know, sometimes you get one of those empty flights and you're yeah, just like, I'm really yeah. bored. None of these, you know, it's only a. Or maybe they're asleep next to you and you're like, I mean, they're not going to wake they're up. They're not going to wake up. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and then you jerk off in the I've barf bag. I mastered this. <laughs> in the barf bag? Yeah. That's brilliant. How come I didn't think of that? I just pulled out one of those socks from my carry-on and just was like, I'm just going to use one of these. You just keep one just sock in your carry-on just in case. Just in case. When the feeling hits, you know, when you got to go, you got to (laughs) go. Wait, is that, so seriously, is that the Mile High Club or is it just? (laughs) Mile High Club is, what if why would anyone be proud of jacking off in an airplane? Why would anyone be part of that club? I don't know, Mike. Why would anyone go and say, hey, they? guess what? I guess I'm part of the Mile High Club because I went off into a bathroom stall in a plane and jacked off. It's a whole experience. You got all that turbulence. You got that small space to work with. That's true. You can't leave a mess. You, you're, you got to go down that little weird, like little sucky thing that you pull in and the it just toilet. like sucks down all your jism and all that stuff just real quick oh god <laughs> yeah that's right mike i said jism on you the podcast jism. i'm so shocked yeah of all the things we've had to deal with i've said podcast. you know you've changed me i have clearly yeah uh no it's obviously having sex oh, on okay. an airplane it's not obvious <laughs> it's 
I'd say to most people, it's obvious. I didn't think uh, it was obvious. So I'm going to take that as a no. You're not part of the My Life Club. No. You don't know what it is. Uh, that also just seems like horrible. That seems like one of those things you it just does, do honestly, do. It does, honestly, yeah. It seems like like having sex on the beach. Going to the bathroom is just annoying in the in the freaking airplane. Oh, yeah, totally. It's so tiny. Well, imagine going up, because the big part of going in an airplane is like trying to like scoot near people, because you're all enclosed, you're really close. Yeah. So imagine going to the bathroom with a giant heart on. You yeah, know? and having another person walk in and there. And another person. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, they do have that joke in like a lot of movies where it's like, ooh, one person comes out. Why is it still occupied? Oh, another person comes out. Yeah, exactly. Like they're exactly. or something. Yeah. It's like, I don't I know. How many just, people are really part me. of the Mile High I'm sure there's a... Um, people are gross. They'll probably have done it a bit. I'd say mostly only no people... No offense. No, no, no kink shaming, but you know, people will do I'd that. Say, I'd say mostly people who have like a private jet. I can't imagine a lot of people oh, going yeah. to Mile High Club oh, yeah. like on a Southwest flight. <laughs> <laughs> Jet blue, let me get those extra miles. Yeah. <laughs> um, Empire Entertainment is just not doing it for not me, anymore, honey. Yeah. Let's make our own entertainment. <laughs> I've seen K-Pax too many times. Oh, I don't want to watch it again on this in-flight movie. <laughs> let's let's go to Bone Town. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds way more interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I I think sex is way more interesting than K-Pax. Uh, not in a bathroom though, like that. I don't know. I feel like the lighting. It's just like the least appetizing. <laughs> you can close your eyes <laughs> it's not if the lighting is bothering you so much what about the weird smell of that weird sterilized oh, i love the smell of you ster- like the smell of I the do. bathroom of an airplane just an airplane in general i don't i've never noticed an airplane bathroom smell unless oh, like someone took so- a shit just before i went in <laughs> which and, imagine and, that like imagine uh, going like oh let's bang in the yeah getting all in the mood yeah. you're like doing like weird rubby things on like in your next to your partner yep, and all that yep. stuff and you're like and then you go yeah, in it go. just stinks up to high heaven <laughs> you just best fucking ruin that thing <laughs> ruined it Oh god, that'd be the worst. Yeah, I don't and know. Then you just have to wait until it dissipates, and then you have to wait for the Mile High Club to come later because I think uh, I think that would ruin the mood. That would definitely that ruin, would the, ruin mood. the mood. I don't know. I just feel like that is not for me personally. You know, you know, do your own thing. That's fine. But me personally, is not an okay. attractive proposition to me. Right. But jerking off, a okay. <laughs> so that's how you lose audiences in ten minutes. Yep. There you go. <laughs> We're just trying to, try to figure out the Mile High Club. Yep. Um, where were we? Uh, talking about Staten Island and their parents. But you know what? Let's just go into this movie because I think we've explained enough about like... We know the plot. The feeling. We know the plot plot, but I got to get into the little details because there are little things you didn't completely... Uh, okay, tell me some of the little details. Or do you want me to go through the plot? Go through the details. Mike, I wrote this whole list out in bullet points all over again. The you, whole plot. you shouldn't have asked me that. Ah, oh, damn it. I shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, okay, so, well, basically... She writes. Here's the thing about her. Yes, Kate Hudson's Andy character. Anderson. I think her name Andy is. Anderson. She <laughs> wor- she works at that one place, the Composure Magazine, which is based Composure, Cosmo, like it's you said. Cosmo, yeah. And she got a journalism degree at uh, Columbia. <laughs> yes, master's degree. Yes, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. Is she doesn't want to be doing this right. She doesn't want to be doing this right. She'd rather do she something important. Decides to write a story about refugees. Yes. and then has the gall <laughs> to pitch it to her editor in chief. Yeah. Even though she is purely a columnist for this one section. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, you went to school for journalism. You write towards your audience. You're not going to all of a sudden pitch this other stuff. That's rule number one. If you look, 
you know, have you ever heard this thing? It's crazy. It's called freelancing. <laughs> you can just pitch your story to another publication that will publish it. Yeah. It's totally fine. You can do that. It seems so weird because, like, the people that write these movies must know about the world of, like, publishing and yeah. writing. But they must know that no one else cares. Yeah. So then they're just like, it doesn't matter. Well, it's kind of those things. I took a, um, <laughs> this is great. I took a, a script writing class in college. Yes. And... Uh, we all had to choose. Like, we got a couple prompts that we had to write from when we do a thing. But the last project was to write our own prompt. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I did a cop detective noir story, despite not knowing jack shit <laughs> about the about detective, detective work, work uh, forensics, <laughs> fucking any justice system at all, <laughs> or anything. I didn't know any of that stuff. But for some reason, I was like, that seems like fun. I my friend who was in the class decided to write a story about a dancing robot in, uh, in trying to get through high school. That's pretty rad. Which was pretty good. Yeah, and he wrote it one. and he got like all these good points about it. And then what about you? I got criticisms that, man, people know a lot about the court system, but obviously you don't. <laughs> so you have to be 100% on it. You have to do your research. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I don't want to research. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, like you said, people have to know about this sort of thing. And and if you do get people, obviously most people, like they did a pretty okay job about publishing. Whatever, it's fine. Right, right, but if right. someone who's been in that world, you know, studied it, right, they know like you don't go pitching stories like that to Cosmo. You go to a different place. Right. Unless you're Teen Vogue and all of a sudden switch to You can, make, all, you can do just, that. You yeah. do that. You know, if they want to direct But that's also like, that's probably like a decision made by the higher up. Oh, if the totally. higher up doesn't want those kinds of, you know... No, 100%. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, after a while, I have a meeting, mm. and she's like, I'm going to pitch this. I'm going to pitch this story. And immediately, she shuts it down. It's like, if you are more of an established columnist, you can write about whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And which is weird. It's a weird thing to do is just be like, you can write about whatever you want. Once you're an established columnist, you get a bunch of people reading it. Right. See, that's interesting because that could end up coming into play. Later. Oh, interesting. Because in 2003, yes. there was no online comments. So how do you know her column is being written so much i guess you do surveys or something like that like people are reading their column like they pick up um comp was this composure magazine yeah there must to, be surveys or something there must be surveys like yeah. how do they know because like you know now you can see the hits on the website you know yeah. you but like, that must oh. have existed before because obviously people knew that certain columnists were more popular than others yeah i don't know how you rate that though like it's we're, so weird. we're young we're young we're young boys yeah we see we shouldn't be writing movies about old-timey columnists we, sh- we definitely shouldn't <laughs> anyway so that's her her motivation. Is she's mo- writing this how to yeah. article in order to get more creative control in her job. Yes, exactly. So this is a romantic comedy. Once yes. the plot gets set or the gimmick, the mm. scheme, as they say, <laughs> gets set up, it's just a series of that scheme playing out. Yes, and jokes yes. and gags about that, like just that, centered around that one. Yeah, thing. for at least like the good nougaty center, which is about sixty six percent of the movie. Yeah. I don't know why I came with that number, but it seems good to me. <laughs> well, you were in a script writing class. So you yeah, know I know. <laughs> the Nougaty Center, that's what they said. It's about 66 That's a very the movie. technical term for writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nougaty Center. Um, it's about 66% of the movie is that sort of thing where it's those kind of jokes and, uh, you know, just kind of playing just off that. Just completely that, doing that, the setup and payoffs. Over. Yeah, exactly. Over and over again. Because the situation is ridiculous. The situation is, uh, well, beforehand, she is, you know, 
meet some guys, get some Knicks tickets to the finals. She's into the Knicks. She's into the Knicks. Yeah. Don't really get that. She just got Knicks tickets. I just thought some guy gave it to her um, mm-hmm. until after a while. It is real. She does like actually watching sports. Yes. Um, she, unlike all the other girls. I know, right? Yeah. Ugh, girls don't like sports. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so... um, Guys don't like sports either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't like sports. You're, this household is the most anti-sports. Uh, not to me. <laughs> well... You're pretty not interested in sports. I'm not interested in teams, but I'm interested in sports. I will watch a sport, but I will not follow teams, and that's half the people. I guess who that's watch a good sports. point. It, that's the drama. For you like people. you like watching a game. Oh, I love watching a but game. But you I never gravitate towards watching a game. You never go. Boop! I'm going to turn on a game. You, uh, that's true. You'd rather watch a movie. That's a good point. So, okay, I see what you're going. Yeah, like I, I wa- am the most sports person I, in this in this household. Yeah, but. You're right. Yes. I I don't know. You don't a seek Knicks. it out. I don't know a Knicks from from a hole in the ground. Exactly. But yeah. you'll be like, I like the rules. I like the competition. I like watching competition. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's a Strategy. different than being like a sports person who follows the teams, follows the trades, that's gets excited point. during trade season. That's a very good. Point. Uh, you know, I don't wear any any. You don't have a single jersey. Yeah, you're not. I'm sorry, Mike. It's okay. You, I'm you, a poser. Yeah, you're a poser. <laughs> <laughs> you can appreciate a game and not know anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is. Side note, side tangent. The reason some people like or into esports because they like the game and teams don't matter, which is a whole different feeling. Because now other sports is so like integrated into like, oh, I love my team. I gotta stick by oh, my team. Yeah, and it's yeah. like no one just sits there and appreciates the sports. But since you know you're so disconnected from that, right? You just right. Sit and enjoy the game. I just enjoy, enjoy the game. game. Watch the competition. It's way more fun to me. I I agree. I'm in the same boat where I'm like I can appreciate the sportsmanship, and but I don't care the strategy that much. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so enough about that. The Knicks, she got some tickets, but she has to go rescue her friend Michelle because she is kind of a key plot to this movie, but it's one of her friends. Did you recognize her? Um, I do, but I don't know where to put her name. She's the lady from Bad Moms. That She is the lady from Bad Moms. Mm-hmm. Which lady from Bad Moms, though? <laughs> Let's see. There's three Bad Moms. Yes. She's not the blonde one. Okay. She's not the brunette one. Yes. So she's that other one. Oh. <laughs> she looks different in Bad Moms. Well, she's older. Yeah. She, well, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a big one. It, it, a few years, yeah. <laughs> t- but she's really t- good t- in this years. movie. I actually really enjoyed her in this I film. I liked it too. Um, Catherine Hahn is her name. Okay. Yeah, but she's I mean, Michelle in this film. Michelle in the movie. Yeah. Anyway, she is all sad and doesn't show up to work because she broke up with a guy. Her, or, or her, her partner boyfriend. broke up with her yeah. in seven days. And she didn't understand why. Oh God! Like why did she? Why that is weird. I didn't didn't realize it was only a seven day. It was only seven days, and she was like, "I can't believe it." And it's because she mentioned things. She's like, "I don't get it." Like I thought it was so beautiful. We loved each other. Um, After we had sex for the first time, I started crying. She's like, "Oh, like a little tear." It's like, no, I started like bawling, sobbing, and then I said, "I love you." And she's like, "Did he say it back?" It's like he didn't have to. So he said, "She's doing all these things that is just weird." You know, like weird things you don't do to, to make you too seem attractive. Psycho. Yeah, you're yeah. come on a little too he- hot. Like imagine and heavy. a guy doing that. Oh yeah, It'd like be, anyone doing anyone. this in a relationship. Yeah, I know. I think days. there's a lot of like weird. This is 2003, so there's a lot of weird like gender things. It's like there's a lot. It's like guys don't like that. It's like if you're a girl, guy did that to you. you no probably one would wouldn't like, like it. This. Yeah, that's the weird thing about this film. Like a lot of this is like, oh yeah, girls always do that. And a little bit of me is like, oh my god, this lady is so annoying. But it's like anyone doing this would be annoying. Oh totally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, she gets out of bed, and they bring her back to work. And after talking about what they did, talked about how she called them all the time, all that stuff. And now we're introduced to Matthew McConaughey, 
He's yes. he's a cool bro. He's rides a motorcycle in New York. He does ride a motorcycle, um, which is a good thing to do in New yeah. York. Yeah, and then he goes and uh, meets some ladies who are reading um, Composure, and that's some people he works with. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, what you reading? Oh, cool, getting all those cool sex tips. Hey, if you ever want to try them out, you know, you can hit, talk to me. Oh, so he's a little playboy. Yeah, he's a little gross man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, I don't like him. Hey, if you're hot, you're a playboy. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm sorry, he's not a gross man. He's a hot guy. He does take off his shirt in the middle of the office one time to change shirts. I don't like that. And uh, all the ladies are like, In the Whoa. middle of the office? Oh, okay. like I, a... I guess he's in his office, but his office is very open. Oh, okay. So I was like, He didn't close the door. He didn't close the blinds. Yeah. He's just like, what's up? My bros are here. Oh, I'm going to take my shirt off. Damn, he's got an office and everything. He does have a nice apartment. So I guess that He does sense. have a pretty nice apartment. Yeah. for New York. And he owns a motorcycle. So. Yeah. Well, a motorcycle is pretty cheap. I no, but well, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Is, is like it's also a thing of like isn't it like good like fuel efficiency too and stuff? Yeah, it's good and probably you can navigate more in New York. You just might die. <laughs> so you know whatever. Especially New York. Oh, especially New York. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he has these two friends he works with. They're dumb. Tom um, Lennon. Oh, that's who that guy was. That's Tom Lennon. Okay. And then the other guy is like he's he's a weird actor. Like he always, I rec- like they felt very vaguely recognizable. He was in uh the first season of Fargo. Oh. He's also the what's his name? The oh, damn it. The uh like that uh damn it, the Hebrew hammer. Oh man, I love that movie. That's him. Um anyway. I like the two of them. Yeah, they're fine. They yeah. do whatever. They're yeah. they're serviceable. They're basically, yeah, they're they're the two uh jokers. See, like this movie. Obviously has like a Shakespearean setup. You got like the the two lovers that don't know each other, and then those those lovers, like right. So um, Matthew McConaughey has two friends, yeah. two guy friends mm-hmm. who are kind of dopes and goofy or whatever, right? Yeah. And then Andy also has two friends too. So mm-hmm. like you know like that usually is how it works out in these in these kinds of things, these setups. Yeah, it's very Shakespearean that way. Yeah, very much so. You um, don't know. Don't agree with me. I don't, I don't know anything about Shakespeare. What's Shakespeare? <laughs> is that the Taming of the Shrew? What's that? Yeah, Taming of the Shrew. Did they ever, did they ever tame that shrew? I mean, actually, that 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 uh, that is a very problematic uh, uh, production because it's literally like a guy abusing a woman until she learns to like act like a true lady. They remade it into Ten Things I Hate About You, and they did a really great job by just not doing any of that stuff. <laughs> And, All like, right, really adapting the story. I thought there were actual shrews in it, so I thought that would have been fun. <laughs> did, did you really think it was like an animal? There might have been one. No, the shrew is a shrewish woman who needs to learn her place as a woman. Uh, I know it's 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 really bad. That's kind of gross. I prefer much ado about nothing. If you're ta- or like Twelfth Night is another. Good oh, one. Joss Whedon made an adaptation of that. <laughs> oh, jeez, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I, I hate myself that, that I know that. I always forget about. I always think about you know the Kenneth Brano one with you know uh, Michael Keaton. Well, it's like uh, Romeo and Juliet. You always think of the uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio one. Nope, right? no one thinks <laughs> about that one. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Um, <laughs> So he, it's set up that he is a hotshot guy, but he does all of like man accounts. He does like uh, beer and whiskey and like sports and stuff. Yeah, he does Old Spice commercials. <laughs> he does that. He's in the advertising part, but he's like, I want the diamond account because diamond accounts a ton of money because it's fucking diamonds and diamonds, as we all know, are just really expensive, very expensive, and kind of bullshit. Anyway, that's yes. my own political opinion, but um, or just you know fact, or just a fact. <laughs> they kind of actually bring that up a little bit quietly on this i thought that was interesting because the na- they're obviously basing it off of like an actual diamond group like the mm-hmm. diamond group is is it the name is like very similar to an actual like company yeah that well did- i mean that's same with composure same as cosmopolitan that's true it's just uh, but they're not saying anything bad really about cosmo no other than the fact well, that they're kind of it's kind of like surface level yeah stuff it's not really anything deep it's fluff it's basically yeah, it's the right. equivalent of like clickbait 
in, yeah, in okay. back then. Yeah, good point. Honestly, when I was reading all the headlines they were writing, it was just like six ways to get orgasms by yourself, which honestly was one of the things that popped up. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's another one below it, six ways to get orgasms by yourself in an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Written yes. by Ethan yes. Hawke. <laughs> no, there's only one way, Mike. <laughs> anyway... Um, that's why it's not an article. <laughs> Here's a hint. Use the flotation device. <laughs> Here's a hint. Free soap. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, um, but I thought I looked at that and I was like, man, that's just like modern, like quote unquote clickbait. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny thing that like magazines but it's weird had that that's this modern clickbait. This is 2003, isn't that? Far I know, away? but it's like I, I, 2003 is as far as publications go eons ago you oh, know yeah. why a successful magazine with a bunch of people in it that's a good point yeah that's that a very good ages point ago it's before the internet came and just decimated everyone 9-11 just happened yeah <laughs> oh god that's a long time ago yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And uh, this takes place in new york there's yeah. no reference to 9-11 at all no yeah yeah i guess you don't want in this dumb happy little movie you don't want to bring that up like, remember that tragedy <laughs> Hey, Matthew McConaughey, where, where's, what happened to your ex-girlfriend? Well, I was, uh... 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Thomas go down, and I got, what's that? <laughs> That's why I ride a motorcycle. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so I run away if they were falling. <laughs> if I ever see something terrible, I can run to her. <laughs> yeah, they don't bring that up, because you just don't. You just, you just don't, don't want to bring, bring that, up. that up in a movie like this. Yeah, this is yeah. a fun, dumb movie. Anyway, so, uh, he wants a diamond account. Tons of money, but, um, he, he says... Those two ladies he met earlier that he was making the sex jokes with, right. they were actually going to go meet with the magazine because they are the ones who have the diamond account right now. Right, right. I see them later, um, too. Yeah. They're, they're kind of an important part of the movie. Yeah. Um, they're very much but, like the stereotypical bitchy girls. Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, th- yeah, exactly. And he says, oh, yeah, the hips and lips are over off of the magazine, which I'm oh, like, geez. yeah, he's... You're he, a pig. He's kind of gross. He's a yeah. gross dude. He's a gross dude. <laughs> Um, That's the thing about the magazine girls, man. <laughs> I get older, they stay the same oh, age. Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, then, let's see. We got the pitch meeting at the EIC office at the uh, Composure. And Kate's like, I want to pitch my story. And she's like, no. <gasps> and then they're like, hey, Michelle, what are you writing? And she obviously has not come up with anything because she's been too sad. Mm-hmm. And then they say, oh, she had a breakup. And the EIC's like, oh, that's so sad. Why don't you write, write about, about that? Write about that. And she's like, yeah. oh, I can't write about my personal life. And that's such a shocking thing to see now. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. In this day and age with social media and stuff, it's like all you do is write about your personal life. It's yeah. not personable. There's no reason to put it out in the open. Right, right, right. Because no one can relate to it. Yeah, totally. No one's going to read like, it. Like in this day and age, if this movie was made, there would be nobody telling them like write a, write an article. They just immediately, they would immediately like, start writing I'm going to write about this. Yeah. Oh, this is something I can That would be content. the inciting incident. Yeah. yeah. But she's like, no, I can't write about it. And then for some reason, Kay Hudson's like, I you know, I'll write about her, but I won't write about her. I'll write an idea about her. We all think she's a great girl, right? Everyone's like, yeah. But we all know she does probably some things to sabotage herself, and she doesn't know she's doing it. So I'm going to write an article about this it's, and about how to dump a guy in 10 days because mm-hmm. using all these bad habits that other people don't know. And I'm sorry, she didn't say how to dump a guy in what 10 is, days. What does she say? What do you mean? What does she say? Not dump a guy. Oh. How to... No, no. No, she doesn't say that. Oh. And then her editor says, oh, it's a great idea. We can call it. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh. Yeah. That's cute. So they said the name of the movie. It's the name of the movie. It's the name of the movie. Oh, boy. Um, So she's just fine. We'll do that. So then, blah, blah, blah. She says, cool. And she goes and starts to find the guy about that. Mm. Um... 
So this is not manipulated by their bosses. Or it's not like she this never is just some she, weird ass. This thing. is a weird thing to bail out her friend. Like right. that was it. Um, it's just like a crazy coincidence that these two want yeah. together. So now she's like, okay, now I got to go find a man. But before then, she meets those two ladies we talked about earlier, Matthew McConaughey's, um, yes, talked about right because the they're, they're meeting. With, yeah, the hips and lips. That's their <laughs> names. Lips is one. And hips I feel is bad because I honestly don't know their real names. I don't either. They're almost like never mentioned. <laughs> I don't think they have real names. Um, yeah, so then they talk to the EIC and it's like, okay, I know who these people are. Mm-hmm. And then the EIC says like, oh, this is, this is you know Kate Hudson. She's really cool and she's a famous actor. She's the most famous. <laughs> I've seen it. She's also writing an article about how to lose a guy in ten days and she's going to like date movie. someone and do that. Yeah. And they're like, oh wow, that seems really evil. <laughs> she's like, yeah, no. Anyway. Oh, so they're the ones that sort of. Yeah, inspire. you're getting it together, oh, Mike. You're getting it together. That's interesting. So then Matthew kind of goes to this bar and intercepts the that leader i guess of the magazine or the uh, advertising company and yes. the two ladies and they're going to talk about the diamonds he's like listen here i want to talk to you about diamonds i want to talk about it and i want to become the lead person i'm like you don't know anything about this You're he's like to us. he's like yeah basically and he's like uh well he's not mansplaining he's just saying like i can do this great i want this account i'll okay. do it amazing and uh <laughs> He says, I want to say diamonds are for everyone. And then Emilio and Lois is like, that's stupid because if you say it's for everyone, it'll cheapen the value. And the value is what makes diamonds desirable. Right, right, so right. So if you say that for everyone and not just for women, that's stupid. And he's like, oh, oh okay, fine. Anyway, I still want this account because I know I can sell the women because I know what women want. And I'm like, Fuck. My dick. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> I think I know I can sell the women way better and I'll prove it because I can sell myself. And if I could sell myself to a woman and make her fall in love with me, I can make her fall in love with diamonds and sell diamonds to her. Which Flawless. makes a hundred percent sense. Perfect it makes logic. perfect sense. And yes. he's like, oh, okay, I get it. He's like, I can do it super quick. I could seduce any woman that's straight and single easily. And they're all like, hmm. It's very clever that he put those those in there. I know. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be way too much Very sound. progressive. Well, also, he knew he wanted to get himself, you know, it'd be really mean and awful to go with someone who's already, you know, in a relationship. And also, like, someone who isn't sexually attracted to him. Exactly. Um, so, like, fine. We have a big meeting with them coming up. Why don't we... Uh, why don't we have you bring that lady and we'll see if she's truly in love with you at that meeting. And then if you do get it, you have that account. He's like, deal, done. But we get to select the lady. And of course, one of the ladies is with him. sees Kate Hudson at the same uh, bar who happened know, to be there because she's also searching for a man. Right. And they say, why don't you go with that lady? And he's like, oh, well, that's nice of you because they're pointing all these like quote unquote weird chicks or ugly chicks before. He's like, oh, well, she's pretty. That's fine. This would be easy. So they go. How and do they know that she's single? Well, they know he. She knows there's one. Of the ladies know she's single because they met her earlier. In the, oh, okay. Um, and they know she's doing this experiment, right? So that's why. But how does Matthew McConaughey know that they know? He's that gonna she's... find out. Oh, okay. That's a good point. What if he comes out? He's like, she's not single, so I can not her. That'd be awkward. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, things like that happen. But this is a movie, so it's all fine. It doesn't work out that way. Um. So now we got um the meeting, and they basically immediately hit it off, and they're like. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. Let's go get food. And then they go and they ride on their motorcycle over and they eat crawfish. And um, she asks, like, they have a great conversation. They're really hitting it off. And they seem genuinely to actually like each other. I was going to say, how's their uh, their chemistry? It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Like, I feel like um, if it wasn't for this BS behind it all, like, they actually really seem to like but each other. But without the BS, why would they have even been the first Exactly. Yeah. So then um, she asks her a question, a true or false question. She's oh. like, yeah. What is it? Is all fair in love and war? He says, 
True. Good answer. I'm like, I don't know if that comes back later, but I feel like it might. That also isn't a true or false question. Yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a yes, a yes or no yes question, or no, yeah. but you know, whatever. Anyway, so now they go back to his place. And he's like, check out my pad. And she's like, wow, cool. Let's make out. And he's like, I don't know. I don't want to move fast because, and he thinks this in his head earlier while he's setting up the scene while she's in the bathroom talking to her friends. He says, diamonds aren't hookup, like one night hookup material. They right. need a little bit longer time in the oven. Right, as right, it right. says. Um, <laughs> Todd is a flat, sir. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's so weird. It's the same guy. Anyway. Know, right? <laughs> fucking depressed, weird man just spouting out <laughs> bullshit. And then he's just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make love to this lady, I guess. I like to think about the crucifixion of Christ, <laughs> even though I do not believe in him. <laughs> <laughs> My son was taken from me. <laughs> Would you like these little weird burning man things I made out of this little beer cart I made, this beer can? All right, all right. <laughs> uh, so they try to make out, but then he's like, oh, this is going too fast. We're not going to do it. And then mm. she's like, yeah. And then they start making out again. And it's like, obviously, they really like each other. Then, they, then she goes home, and she mumbles under her breath like, I'm going to make your life miserable. And he's like, oh, I got her hook, line, and sinker. He says Ooh. to um, Anyway. Is your phone going on? My off? phone is buzzing because Jeez, I forgot to put it on mute because I'm the worst. I wouldn't have mentioned it, but it kept buzzing. <laughs> I know. <coughs> Excuse me. So <laughs> she strategically left her purse there because, and of course, he brings it into the office and all dumb guys are like, what's in it? He's like, we shouldn't touch that because it's her personal property, which I'm totally like, okay, this is the first good thing you've ever said in my life. <laughs> Because you should respect someone's privacy and not yes. open up their purse and rifle through it. Yeah. But the guy's like, no. And they knock it over accidentally and all stuff falls out. And they look at it. And then she. What's in put, there? There's just normal girl stuff. And then there's Nick's tickets to the game tonight. <gasps> and he calls and is like, oh, hey, what about this? And she's like, oh, he probably found my Nick's ticket. She put it there strategically. And oh, he, so she knew he was going to yeah, go through. She knew. Shit. And he's like, yeah, I found her Nick's tickets. Uh, you got anyone to go with? And she's like, well, I'm already going with someone. He's like, but I want to go with you. And she's like, all right, cool. Let's go to the Knicks games. So they both go to the Knicks game, and they enjoy it, and they have a great time. They're having so much fun. They go on the kiss cam. They That's have great. a great time. Do they kiss on the kiss cam? They kiss on the kiss cam. Damn. It seems like a great time. Yeah. Then she starts, she, she kind of gets this look. She's like, okay, now she's going to start doing those weird things that guys hate, that women don't know they're doing. Yeah. Or just any like desperate person doesn't know. That I guess, doing but it's just one of those things where it's like in the movie, in the universe yeah, in the, of the movie, movie, in the yeah. universe of movies, women, and, and also it's one of those things where it's like I feel like most people have knowledge of this. I guess some people just aren't self aware. I think that's very much the case. Yeah, you're right. Probably yeah. a lot of people are. <laughs> well, it's the very end of the game. And it's a very close game. There's a minute left, and she said, "Hey, I'm thirsty. Why don't you get me a soda?" And he's like, Ugh. "Okay, fine, I'll get you soda." So he goes to the soda guy, really slow, gives him the soda. Finally, runs back. He's able to see almost the game, like some more shots and almost done she's like oh this isn't diet go back and get me a new one and he's like uh fine so he starts running and immediately the last game of the shot happens and he misses the final shot mm. uh, he sees on the tv and the like whatever but that's not as exciting it's not as exciting it's i feel like that's just a lack of communication like i would have just been like i mean the game's almost over i'll just get it for you after the game i know right like that's what i would have she done. but she was very insistent adamant. about yeah. it going now because she wanted to be annoying maybe i'm also <sighs> That's, it, a, that's the thing about this movie. You have to kind of buy that, like, she's trying to be annoying, but it's like at some point, like, 
I mean, I know that's the whole thing in the movie. Like, yeah, she's that's gonna the be, fucking Trevor. She's going to be so annoying that it's like, this is unrealistic. And he's going to stay with her because he, he wants, has to. He has to. Because of the account. Because otherwise, she would he would have left ages ago. Oh, my ago. God. It's like a... It's, and it's like a freaking crazy concept. It's like a, it's like a mind game. I know. It's crazy. I don't know what to do. So... Yeah, but is the cat dead? Is it alive? <laughs> I don't know. Let me open the box. Oh no! You'll know. <laughs> Let me open the soda. Is it diet or is it not? It's Schrodinger's relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so she apologized. Like, I'm sorry, I missed the game. And they walk home, and he's like, "Oh well, it's not a good time anyway because you're having these crazy tickets." Right. Now she starts tearing up the crazy a lot. So it's the next day, and uh, she calls him during a meeting and says, like, I miss you while drinking with her friends and having a good time. Mm. Um, I want to do anything with you. You want to go out tonight? She, he's like, yeah, I'm in the middle of a meeting. Um, let's not talk about this too long. Uh, what do you want to do? She's like, oh, let's go see a movie. He's like, okay, I'll see anything. So, of course, she They go takes see a, a dumb romantic movie. They right? go see, not just that, Chick Flick Marathon. Oh, they watch more than one Chick Flick movie? I know. Crazy. Although one of them that, sleep, it's Sleepless in Seattle, so I'm like, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. Also, and, what is Sleepless in Seattle doing? I guess that must be a theater that's doing a marathon film. Right? It is. It is. Oh, okay. Do right. that. So, um, yeah, that's a now they go do that, and she talks the entire time during the movie. She asks oh, questions. Oh shit! I know. I, I know. This is the one. Mike will be like, I was oh. like, you know what? Fuck the diamond account. Here's my favorite part of the movie, just because you're on this podcast. <laughs> So she is talking to him and saying, like, what are you thinking about? And he's like, well, I'm watching the movie. She's like, well, you're not thinking about anything? I'm not thinking. I honestly am not thinking about anything. And she says, oh, who is she then? And he's like, no. During this whole time, there's this guy in the back behind him who is just this large man. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, he kind of looks like Mike if Mike was really fat. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and you for saying <laughs> that. <laughs> and uh, um, there's this large Fat, ugly guy back there, and he kind of looks like Mike. He looks like Mike. <laughs> but you know, if he was really fat, You're right? Um, but still, ugly. and ugly, yeah. <laughs> okay, he, he, it's like an ugly alternate version of you. Oh, okay, okay. But he's just like, I can't hear anything. <laughs> and this, she just keeps talking, and oh, he's like, "Can you shit. be quiet?" And she's just, then she turns around, and says, "You know what?" I'm going to talk if I want to because I paid money for these tickets and and if you don't shut my boyfriend's going to beat you up and he just stands up and he's just giant fucking dude like just giant and um, like he's one of those people that's like so fat it's like just got me muscle like a shitload of muscle to hold all that fat like <laughs> To make that fat work, like that guy is fucking big. The only way they could get up is to have muscle. To exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, let's go outside then, little man. And then he's like, look, let's just be friends. And he's just like, punches him in the face. Holy shit. And like, knocks him to the ground. And he's just like, I'm going to go watch Sleepless in Seattle and enjoy myself. <laughs> In peace, and then goes inside. And I'm like, man, that's where you lose me. I would have just called the manager and got him kicked. Yeah, out. No, I'm not totally. gonna beat somebody up, but holy shit! If you were a big dude like that guy, you might. I I would definitely like. I would threaten it, but I would never actually yeah, do it. I know. But yeah, like, oh my god, that would annoy the fuck out of me if someone. And that's happened to me before, where someone turns around and goes, "I pay money for this. I'm gonna talk if I want." I'm like, I paid money for this too, bitch. I know. I'm trying to watch a film. Yep. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, get you. Oh get that manager and get you kicked out. <laughs> um, um, anyway, anyway, so, so that, that happens, happens. and he does a weird thing where he, while well, she, he's like knocked out on the ground, she like comforts him. He's like, "Oh, you want me to call like, you know, a doctor or anything?" He's like, "No, I'll feel better." And starts rubbing his head on her boobs. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's weird. Anyway, um, now he is the next day. She's like, "Oh, you want to see each other tomorrow?" I was like, "Okay." Next day, he's like, "I'm gonna have a nice romantic dinner. We're gonna watch the Knicks game. I'm gonna watch the Knicks game. It's gonna be great." 
and it'll be awesome. So he makes this, he spends all day making this fantastic lamb roast. It looks beautiful. Like, it looks really good. I'm like, damn, like, that's some good cooking. <laughs> um, and she comes in and she's like, oh, cool. Oh, I'm excited to watch, I'll do all this stuff. Okay. I'm going to also brought this box of my stuff and starts putting all the stuff everywhere. Puts it in, puts a comforter down, starts putting like stuffed animals on the bed, starts putting like, yeah, I know. I know. You're like, what the <laughs> I'm fuck? I'm making a face. That's what he's yeah. responding to. Yeah. Puts like, takes off all the magazines on top of the toilet and puts stupid stuff on it. Um, like making it hers. Basically. Yeah. Making it hers. Like coming in and just invading his place. And then he's just like, uh, <laughs> all right, this is fine. I like what you did with the place. Here is the food. And he serves it. And it's the next game already. And he's all excited to watch. But let me guess. She says, I'm vegetarian. I can't eat this. What are you talking Mike, how'd you know? <laughs> how'd you get this? She looks at it and goes, she just looks at it and goes, ah, it's so beautiful. But the candles and everything, I love it. I'm so emotionally sorry. But I can't eat this. I'm going to get sick because I don't eat meat. And I'm like, you ate crawfish with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i didn't even remember that yeah i didn't even remember that yeah yeah well okay there are people out there there that, are pescatarians yes. which is fine yeah yeah that's yeah. fine but uh, that I can just, be their religious opinions yeah so that's, <laughs> that's fine but they don't mention that she just says i don't eat meat oh doesn't say i don't does eat, he bring up yeah. this uh logical fallacy with her no of course not because he wants, he wants he wants to, wants to be, be a nice person yeah. yeah he wants to be with her and she's like and so of course instead of ordering something doing anything they go to like a vegan place uh which the she goes they go to a vegan place and apparently it tastes bad and yeah uh, that makes sense <laughs> there are good vegan places like there are very good vegan places there, if you say so i, I do say so i stand by it <laughs> they have to work hard to make their food taste good right. <laughs> it's true anyway so um that is like vegan a, what a compliment like backhanded compliment it's they have to try so hard to make I mean, their it makes food sense taste good. though yeah they work way hard on their food you I mean you've seen that thing in like parks and rec where they have the the uh um, what's his name? Rob Lowe's character make a veggie burger, and then Ron Swanson's like, "I'm gonna make this burger. You can put ketchup on it. I don't care." While he's putting all this like seasoning, oh yeah, and yeah, different yeah. things like, "Oh wow, that's really good." And then you just eat the burger, and like, "Oh, that's great," even though it has nothing on it because uh-huh. you have to work so much harder for that sort of stuff. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> enough of my little mini vegan rant. Yeah. Um. So at the vegan place, of course, there's no Knicks game. <laughs> there's a great scene where this that's lady, true. this lady is like, you know, very hip hip looking has like tattoos and all that stuff and he's like hey you know the score of the Knicks game she's like do I look like someone who knows the score of a Knicks game <laughs> he's like no you don't he's like well you don't get the Knicks game anyway and then while they're eating uh, the waitress is like is there something wrong with your food Kate Hudson she's like oh, I just every time I eat from my boyfriend he calls me fat and then he she just runs away and she runs away into the kitchen to watch the Knicks game and also oh. eat chicken <laughs> Does she know somebody that works there? I don't know. Or she's she able to do this? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Um. Anyway, so then I go back, and he misses the game. Okay. And uh, he's very sad about it. She's like, okay, well, let's. I'll make it up to you. I'm going to go crazy, have weird, we're going to have weird sexy time. I'm going to have weird sexy time and jump on you and call it, say like, hey, what's Princess Sophia doing? Whoa. And I honestly thought she was talking about her vagina. <laughs> 
I thought that's what she was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that isn't what she's talking about. No, she's, she's talking, talking about, about his penis. Dick. Yeah. And I'm like, I was very confused. <laughs> and he was like, wait a second. Is that what you're calling it? He needs to be a more manly name, like yeah. Stan or, or Steve or, or something. Or Rust Cole. Or Rust Cole. And he <laughs> says, like, or like Cruel the Warrior. Yeah. Oh, Crawl. Crawl the yeah. Warrior. Rust Crawl. Rust Crawl. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. Uh, we still want to do something? He's like, no, I'm, I'm not in the mood. So uh, we'll, we'll go With tomorrow. This whole we'll, Princess we'll Sophia thing. Yeah. Like, okay, we'll meet tomorrow. Yeah. And she just looks. She's in the. She's in the elevator. It's like I can't believe he's still around. Like I, I can't believe he's still around. Like, I can't stand myself. I uh, yeah. I can't stand myself. Sort of thing. Yeah. So then, the next thing she does is next day Matt's complaining to his ad friends. And he's like, she's kind of being like a little too much. She's like, oh, I thought she was great. The next game, she's like, ah, oh, this is a different person now. Mm-hmm. She's gone crazy, and she comes into his work oh. with a dog, a, a Chinese crested. Dog. She's named it Crawl. Which is named Crawl. Yes. <laughs> and it's this little dog. It's also dog. an ugly ass it's dog. A, I, I think it's cute, but it's a little. It's, it's, it's a, cute in an ugly way. It's cute in an ugly way. Yeah. It's a little dog. But it's a little dog who's also not pie trained. So pee's on the pool table. Oh. Classic. Classic dog. When I said to pee in the pool, I didn't mean on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, great. He's just, you can see he's getting more and more like I'm annoyed just by broken. All this. Like at this point, I have to like put my soul away. To get through this. Have you ever been in a relationship like this? That's no. like within 10 days you can stand the person? No. Really? No. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was, wanna, it, it was, you want to go into it? I mean, there wasn't much to say. I just sort of, I think I, I met her. She's terrible. Oh, God. It's all flowing back to me now. Yeah, actually. yeah. Let's yeah, I, I remember. Oh, God. This was back in high school. Oh, yeah. And I remember her. She was like, I remember she... She called once, because this was back in the day when everyone had cell phones. I mean, we have cell phones now, but this is when cell phones were first coming out. So we, like, exchanged with her cell phone numbers. And she was calling, and she was she was like, how, she was like, how are you doing? And I'm like, I- I'm okay. I was sleeping at the time, because it was late at night. And uh, she's like, uh, "What are you? What are you? What are you dreaming about? Or what do you? You know, what do you do? What are you sleeping or dreaming about?" And I'm like, "Oh, nothing." And she's like, "Were you dreaming about that girl that like we both know?" And I'm like, "No." She goes, you were, weren't you? What the fuck? I'm like, no, I swear. I wasn't, I was literally just asleep. And she started accusing me of, of, Whoa. of that, got really angry and upset, hung up. And then I went back to sleep because I'm like, enough of that. <laughs> and then she called again and she's like, hey, I'm really sorry about that. I remember saying, I'm on my period. So I'm like really weird right now. I don't know. This was, this is like a really thing, a real thing that happened. Okay. And then, uh, she's like, what are you doing now? And I'm like, I mean, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm asleep. Like I, I, I'm asleep. I'm sleepy. And she goes, you went back to sleep after we had a big argument. What is wrong with you? Oh no. It was, you can't win, buddy. It was the worst. Oh, it was so seriously. So that didn't last long. It, no, it literally lasted a week. Wow. I know it was, it was funny cause she was actually a friend of someone. I had been dating. Uh, um, yeah. And like, I guess she had a crush on me when I was dating that other girl. And then I got broken up with by that other girl. This girl knew, hit me up. I was like, yeah, you're cool, I guess. And then a week later, I'm like, no, nope. oh, you are not cool. Not cool at all. You are not someone I like hanging out with. Wow. It was That's crazy. I, I mean, was, I hope, I hope that person learned as they grew up. Like, I know a lot of people were probably that way in high school, but yeah. you know, I mean, I had people in high school who were like, I was just friends with them. Like yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't have much of a dating life in high school. Right. Uh, but they would talk to me, and she, just one girl was like, "Oh yeah, man." Like after a week of knowing her, she's like, "Dude, I, I cut myself a lot," and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Like, <laughs> I'm like, "I'm 17. <laughs> I'm not equipped to deal with this." <laughs> Holy shit, dude! I'm 17 and I don't I was even school. I, I don't know. I, what yeah, to exactly. Do. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know you could cut yourself. <laughs> 
like that's an option. That's only accidents. Like when you do that's an accident. I didn't know it was a thing. Oh my god. So I was just like, I that's just always rough when someone comes to you with that kind of information, and you're especially just, when you're a kid, you're just like, I do I'm not know woefully what. unprepared yeah. for this. Like I remember I, I have a, not done my research. I had a friend who told me like she thought she was like, I I'm adopted and my parents hate me. Okay. And I like knew for sure she was not adopted. <laughs> I just wanted to think she was. And like she and I was like, and your parents are cool. Like, I mean, I don't know what it's like without me being here, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like I remember being a kid, I'm like, oh, that's not good. Like I just didn't I don't know what to say to that kind of crazy I know. shit. It, I mean, to be fair, even nowadays, sometimes it's like I, I'm maybe a little more equipped to at least empathize right, right, and right, understand right. that oh that's a thing people do sometimes right 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 right. as opposed to back then i'm like what the fuck <laughs> what do i do did i call the number probably should have so anyway. yeah definitely watch yeah probably probably in hindsight but yeah like watching this she has a good life now so it's fine it's good i'm very happy I'm for her happy. i don't know what happened to my crazy lady. yeah okay <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like watching this movie, I definitely got like weird flashbacks. Like, oh, I've I've been in this situation where it's like you want to be nice and friendly, but at the same time, it's just like you are going nuts. Like you yeah, are yeah. making a scene. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, but unlike you, <laughs> he, has to, situ- he has to be in situation. situation. Yeah, but he sees the dog collar and she says, "Oh, it's just a little frosting on on him." He's like, "That's it," and he goes into the room that they're having the meeting with the two the two ladies frosting. and the guy, and he says, "Hey." Hey, hey, boss! I got this crazy idea. It's cool. It's called frosting. Yes, yes, yes. It's like let's frost. It says, uh, frost lady, "Ladies, frost yourself." Which yeah, I don't. That's gross. It sounds honestly. Later on, he says this phrase, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you implying?" It, it still makes no sense. It's creepy and it's gross sounding. It's gross sounding. Frost yourself. Frost like, yourself. I don't know what that means. I don't like that at all. I don't know what that means. It seems weird to have a guy trying to sell the women. Anyway. Oh, but he knows women, though. Oh, yeah, totally. Because he's kind of a dick, so... Even at the end of this, he clearly doesn't know women. Yeah. Like, just because you got a girl to fall in love with you doesn't mean you know women. You just know how to manipulate people, which I guess is marketing anyway. But. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's good at advertising. Yeah, I guess so. He advertises himself very well. Yeah. It's it's a gross concept, but yeah. it's kind of weird. Um, but that's the concept we're dealing with in this film. I guess so. Anyway, yeah. um, anyway, his boss likes it. He yells out some. <laughs> he yells it out to some, like, just outside of his windows. Like, hey, ladies, frost yourself. And some lady outside just goes, hey, frost this. <laughs> and I'm like, this, all right, that's That is the proper reaction to a weird-ass phrase like that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, he takes the dog home and he gives the dog some beer in his water. And I'm nice. like, why'd he do that? But all right. Because cool. <laughs> he's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, there's 17 messages from you know who. And mm. uh, then she appears. Yeah. It's like, hi. I came because I missed you. Why didn't you return my calls? Anyway. See what I mean? This I, is the shit I had to I deal know. with. <laughs> but did you have to deal with this? Because she comes back with a scrapbook. A scrapbook full of uh, a Photoshop copies of what their kids would look like oh! by compositing their faces. So she has this whole like list of like, here's our marriage. Here is our, yeah, this is like, and this is this, like day four or five, right? It's like, like five. I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is super. And uh, here's our kids. Here's what they look uh, like. Uh, all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is like at this point, like it's great to get the diamond company, but this lady might kill you. <laughs> Like, <laughs> this is dangerous. I was just thinking, like, how weird would this movie be if, in either case, the person that they wound up being with wasn't, like, some cute-looking guy or girl. Yeah. They were a murderer. Yeah. Like, what if one of the other was, like, she had to get in a relationship with a man who was, like, a fucking Travis Bickle or something. Yeah. Like, like Taxi Driver or something. Like, their first day was at a fucking porno theater, you know? Yeah. Like, that would be a very vastly different film. <laughs> 100%. Totally. Um... 
And then the dog pees on the poker table because he's going to have a poker night some night. Not like again. This. I know, but it pees on there. And she's like, oh, he must really like felt. <laughs> and I'm like, that's all right. That's an all right joke. And then that's in my half. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then my half. I know. My sorry, it took so long, but I, I felt like I had to embellish. We I'm gonna run. I'm gonna good. rush through my half. Anyway. Okay. So he goes to the bathroom. I assumed it was hers at first because he opens up like. Oh, the, and it's got the pink stuff all over. It's it. got the pink stuff. There's like Vagisil clearly there, and then he like starts flipping out, and I'm like, oh, that's a weird reaction for like. Because again, I thought <laughs> oh, he great. was at her house. That's great. So I'm like, why are yours? Like this is what a girl's like bathroom you know, is like. That's what it looked like. That's a medicine cabinet. But it's his. I didn't know that. So then, but then it cuts to her and she's smiling. And I'm like, why is she smiling? She should be like horrified that this man is screaming in your bathroom. Uh, now I realize what's been going on. Okay. She has put all of her shit in it in in his bathroom, yep. and he's flipping out because she's basically moving into his pad. And so in five days, in five days. So he is like, I, I need to leave. I need to go to work. I got to work. And she's like, oh, well, uh, what? Uh, I thought we were going to like, you know, hang out or whatever. And he goes, I'd, I'd like to watch the Knicks, but, you know, I, I, I really would like to, but I got to work. And she goes, oh, well, I have I have front row seats if you want. You know, we can go to that. And he goes, oh, well, then. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's let's. I, I can just call somebody into work, you know. Hmm. So then it hard cuts. What do you think she did? Because I'm like, how do you get front row seats to the Knicks? Like she didn't get front row seats. Oh. She tricked him and went somewhere else and said, "Oh, I lost them." And then they went to something lame. You're very close. Okay, she did have front row seats. Uh huh. To a Celine Dion concert. <laughs> okay, that's a big bait and switch. That is a good bait and switch. Apparently, also, it was right next to where the actual Knicks were playing. So he's very upset by all this. He's very unhappy. And I'm like, I feel like she would be unhappy. Like, this is a lot to go through. Like, paying front row seats to a Celine Dion concert is not cheap. Uh, so anyway, her friends are like, she's like, I cannot. It's like the next day she's talking to her friend. She's like, I can't believe he's still with me. Like, I, it's ridiculous. And she's like, I'm in DEFCOM 5. And I'm like, pretty sure it's DEFCON 5, but okay. DEFCOM. <laughs> and um, he's, uh, she's like, I need to get out of this situation as quickly as possible. And I need to come up with something before tomorrow because um, tonight is their poker night. And I can't hang out with them tonight. And they're like, well, why not? She goes, oh, I'll go. Honestly, I thought that was the one thing. I was like, crashing the guy's poker night and inviting yourself. So like, she I does was like, do that. Like, that's a jerk move to do when you're not invited. Come get invited. So she does. She apparently got uh, her his front door key from, like, the super, brings the dog, and a bunch of... Uh, this is why I knew that she wasn't... She was supposed to be, like, a vegetarian or vegan. Is she brings sandwiches that are, like, cucumber sandwiches. And I'm uh, like, that's fucking gross. Yeah, that's weird. Only a person that can't eat meat would bring cucumber sandwiches. And so everyone's very upset by all this. And she's being so annoying. She's like, because they're like drinking and smoking cigars. And she goes, <coughs> like, she's like coughing because uh -huh. of the smoke. And she's like, oh, you got to put that out. Like, it was just so aggravating. So I, I wrote down, I'm honestly shocked he hasn't called it all off yet. Holy shit. So. Then that diamonds. I know. So he's like, she's being so annoying. She's like, he's like, you got to get out of here. You're going crazy. And she, she like storms out and she thinks she's won. She's like, I did all this. This is great. Yeah. And then he runs back in and then his friends, Tom Lennon and the other guy are like, you got to do something about this. You have to keep her or else you're going to get that account. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. He's got a thing too. 
I didn't know that. Otherwise, he would have left. So this there is where I'm like, no story. Well, I, I know that's what I was thinking. I'm like, is he just like a desperate dude? So anyway, so then he's like, they're like, you got to get couples counseling. That always works. So he jumps out of his window down the fire escape and lands on the on the ground, and he goes, couples counseling. We're gonna go to couples counseling. So that's what they do. Okay. They go to couples counseling. The couples counseling. Their therapist is played by uh, Andy's friend. The red-haired lady, Catherine Hahn, whatever. Her name oh, okay. Is. I don't know. I forget her name. I forget her name. Whatever. She's great. Yeah. She's she's funny. So she plays the therapist. So she just gives bad advice the whole time. Oh, okay. So she's in on it. Yeah, right. She's obviously in she's on a it. Friend, yeah. And 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 uh, Matthew McConaughey is just like he's like losing it because she's like, oh, are you like are you like latently homosexual or something? And he goes, no, I just because she brings up the fact that they haven't had sex yet or whatever. And he goes, because you name my penis, you know, like a weird name. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And eventually, the idea comes up where she should just meet his family. Like, they should go oh. to Staten Island for some reason. They say he should just meet his penis. Like, really, just talk to him. <laughs> You could really name it the proper name. That would be really great. What would you name his penis? <laughs> I mean, he's just a man's man, so Steve the Dick. I'd call it Dazed, dazed and Confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. There we go. Anyway, so that, that idea comes up, and Andy doesn't seem to want to do it, but they go. And we meet his, his family. They're very nice, but uh, very like brash and loud. And uh, they're outside playing a game called Bullshit, where it's... Have you ever played this game? It's like yeah, a yeah. card game? Yeah. I've never heard of oh, this really? game. Oh, really? I really like that game. I used to... Um, it looked like a lot of fun eventually. It, it was fun. I liked playing it a lot. We played a lot in Boy Scouts. Um, and then I brought... <laughs> really? Did you call it Bullshit in Boy Scouts? Uh, we call it BS. Oh, that's so cute. Well, yeah, it was cute, but then I brought it home, and uh, it wasn't as cute then. <laughs> Wasn't as cute calling it a BS. So I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, I don't even know what BS really means. Oh, (laughs) I feel like I have that kind of memory too. Yeah. So they play play BS. Andy learns it, and that's a good thing that Andy had to learn it because I didn't know anything about it. And it's also revealed that Matthew McConaughey is very good at the game. He's never lost, basically. But Andy beats him, and there's this thing at the beginning uh, where. uh, Andy and Matthew McConaughey are playing against each other. Matthew McConaughey is like, I'm good at this game because you have to read people. Mm, but so he's not reading her. But he properly. can't read her, and she is unreadable because she ends up winning. You know? There you go. So that's a thing. And then, um, then uh, Matthew McConaughey's mom like hugs Andy. Everyone's so happy. Everyone's like enamored with her. And Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey's mom is like, Andy, don't break his heart. Like you know, you're such a lovely girl. He's never brought a girl back before. You're so wonderful. So they end up fucking nice on the boat, right? Uh no, they oh, in the bathroom on the boat. N- no, not on the boat. That's the that's the water high club, the, <laughs> the nautical mile club. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, they they end up fucking, and now they're basically like in love with each other. And um, Andy gets dropped off at her work or at her at her uh, uh, house at her apartment, and uh, Matthew McConaughey's like, "Hey, uh, there's a party tomorrow for this big account. I'd like you to go as my girlfriend." And she's like. All right, I'll, I'll think about it. I, I, you know, I'll see you tomorrow. And it's like she's conflicted because half of her loves him, but the other half is like, I gotta do this this article. Or well, he does not do the article. Now, it's not like life changing if you don't Ethan, publish the article. Ethan, Ethan, huh? No. Oh, you fucking lie. You just lie in the article and you say, I didn't, I, 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 I did lose a guy in 10 days. Just yeah. fucking there lie. That's another way. No one will know. Literally or no one. Or you could just be honest and just say, I, I've actually, you know what? Found out he's a lovely guy. Yeah. 
right? So she goes to her boss and she goes, I can't write the article. And she's like, you have to write the article. It's like, it's a thing you have to do. This is your job. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so conflicted. And I'm like, lie or just write it in the article. Yeah. Which she ends up doing anyway. It's like, why is this even a conflict? You know? So then they go to the, the then they go to the party together. And this is when all the hijinks happen where everyone learns each other's game. Oh, yeah. So the third act of a comedy. Uh, of a romantic comedy, comedy. Or the fifth act of a Shakespearean play. Yeah. So, or I guess the end of the fourth. So then here's what happens. Andy now knows that uh, Matthew McConaughey has been doing all this. And Matthew McConaughey knows that Andy had been doing this. Because both bosses are there. And both uh, co-workers are there. And those two uh, stereotypical bitchy ladies yeah. end up ruining it for everybody. Of course. Um, yeah. Because they're mean. Uh, they're mean girls. So they both end up making fools of each other. They end up singing, um, damn it, what's it called? You're so vain to each other. It's very painful. Like, it mm. is not funny. It's just really awkward. And so then they run off. Uh, they bo- uh, Andy runs out of there because she's so upset with, with Matthew McConaughey for doing this. And they start accusing and yelling at each other. And uh, and Andy's like, look. Uh, he's like, oh, well, so I guess you did lose a guy in 10 days. Congratulations. And she goes, well. You can't lose what you never had or something like that. I don't know. It's like a thing. It didn't really make a lot of sense. But they, okay. were both, they were both drunk, so whatever. So Andy writes the article, and her boss really likes it. She's like, she, Her boss reads the whole thing, and her boss is like, I love it. This is perfect, and you can now write about anything. And she goes, really? I can write about like politics or starvation? And the boss is like, not really. Like You can write about anything in fashion. You know, because yeah. we're uh, a magazine, a fashion magazine about one thing. And and he's like, you know what? No, <sighs> goodbye. And she walks out of the room oh in a huff and she's very upset by all this. And it's like, I get it. I understand not liking your job. I understand feeling, you know, uh, creatively constricted by it. But don't act like disappointed when you apply for a magazine job that sells makeup and diamonds and beauty and, products yeah and you can read what they've written before and then act shocked that you have to write about those things like that's what's gonna happen when you work there yeah you know so anyway you could write oh they don't have blogs back then it's 2003 apparently not blogs yeah, also life journal existed back oh, then, i know it? I, it was a joke oh <laughs> <laughs> but like again freelance which is a very common thing if you want to yeah. write about something else you just yeah. do a freelance article obviously I had time to write this and still write your column yeah exactly so um then she's very upset and then we she's hanging out with her friend michelle and then michelle's uh boyfriend comes to the door i guess his name is mike i've never seen this guy he's a nerd looking motherfucker i actually thought he was i thought he looked like uh jared from subway at first oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh no i didn't know that they had only dated each other for seven days because he says like hey so that smell of your perfume on my pillow it's gone and i really miss it a lot oh and i'm like that's a that must be a different person because they broke up right yeah so is it the they they got back together? Now they're getting back together. Oh, okay. But at the this is like this is Michael or Mike realizing that he shouldn't have broken up with her or whatever. But I'm like, that's a weird thing to say after only knowing each other for seven days. Mm-hmm. Like you should just say, like, I fucked up, I'm sorry. Not like, hey, I want to bang you again. Yeah. I don't want to sleep in the same bed again. It's just weird. So anyway, uh they kiss. Doesn't matter. She she's already in love with She's him, already so in love, fine. exactly. And so Andy sees this and she's like overwhelmed with emotion. So then we go back to Matthew McConaughey. He is uh making a commercial for the diamonds. Commercial, by the way, awful. <laughs> the commercial's awful. Like intrinsically, <laughs> obviously terrible. It's literally the girl who runs the uh the diamond company 
in front of a green screen going, frost yourself. It's 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 awful. Beautiful. I cannot I, I honestly cannot put into words how terrible the commercial is. And then everyone's like, that's a wrap. It's great. It's gonna sell millions of diamonds. It's like, dude, this is terrible. Like with your movie budget, that's the best fake commercial for diamonds <laughs> you can come up with. Awful. So then um Matthew McConaughey's friend comes up with the magazine that Andy wrote with the article, and he goes, Hey, you should really read this article. And he starts reading a little bit of it, and basically he's he's basically telling him, like, look, Andy really regretted all these decisions and still wants to be with you. Like, clearly she loves you, and it was a big mistake for her to do this. So uh, he opens the article, or opens the magazine, reads the article, and there's one bit that bothers me. So there's, like, a pull-out quote. Pull-out quotes are, like... Pull quotes, yeah. Yeah, pull quotes. They're just, like, sections of the copy that are important. Right? They're highlighted. They're, like, yeah, they're, they're highlighted. If you don't have any images, you put them in to make you them put more them in interesting. There. So there's one pull quote, and it says, this is the last thing I'll write for composure. That's the pull quote. And I'm like, so her boss wrote, read this article, read that section, and didn't think anything weird? Like, she didn't expect her to immediately... That could have been added in later. I suppose But so. yeah, that's it. It was weird. It's also a weird thing to put in the magazine it's of composure. It's also a weird thing to put a pull quote. Yeah, right? It's not a good pull quote. I think it's only there so that the audience can read it. Yeah, you're probably right. So anyway, Ben... Matthew McConaughey. Sorry, I called him by his character name. Excuse you. He definitely fell into his character. Oh, so, so, he you know. I just completely forgot that he was Matthew McConaughey and uh, pictured him as Ben. So uh, he rushes to find Andy, and uh, he's on his motorcycle, and uh, she's getting in a cab, and because she's going to Washington to oh. write. To uh, she, she's applying Seri- for a different job. That's where you do. You don't do serious writing in the New York. I will say. Um, I don't know whether she's going to Washington, D.C. or Washington State. She's just going to Washington. I think people on the East Coast just call Washington. They, they call Washington, D.C. But she's Washington. also going... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. So anyway, she's going to Washington to write. I don't know what she's going to write. But she's, she's, it sounds like she is applying for a job. Like she has an interview. And so um, I'm like, okay. So the obvious choice here is that she's going to be like, come to Washington with me. Or like, I... Because obviously writing is important to her. Yeah. You know? And she has a job lined up, which is awesome. So she's That's in a nice for her. She's I know. So she's in a cab, and he comes up with a motor in the, uh, driving uh, driving the motorcycle. And um, this is an audio medium, so I'm going to uh, try to get across what he's doing. So he's on the motorcycle. He looks at her through the passenger side window of the cab, mm-hmm. and he just goes, "Hey, open! Stop the cab! Stop the cab! Hey, Andy, it's me! Stop! Stop the cab!" And I'm like, this is a horror movie. (laughs) 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 That was so spooky. It was really Why it's so aggressive? I know. I mean, obviously you're on a motorcycle driving really quickly, but like they should have done another take because he looks like an unstable person. So the cab pulls over. He's on a motorcycle. He could fall over at any minute. (laughs) He stopped. So the motorcycle, the, the cab pulls over. And uh, she, he's like, Did you, every word in this magazine, is it true? And she's like, yeah, it's true. And he goes, why are you going to Washington? And she goes, I, I'm, I'm applying for a job. And he goes, but why are you going to Washington? She goes, because I want to write what I want to write. And he's like, no, you're lying. You can write anywhere. You don't have to go to Washington to write. Which is yeah, all that's right. a point. That's fair. And so he's like, I think you're running away. You're running away from me. And she goes, no, I'm not running away from you. I want a job or whatever. And then he says, bullshit. <gasps> and then she goes, did you just call bullshit on me? He goes, yeah, I just called bullshit. <gasps> That's like the game. And then they kissed. 
Nice. And then the movie ends. Ah. <laughs> ah. They kiss on the on the bridge. <laughs> and that's the end of the film. So Mike. Yeah, Ethan. We got this whole movie. Yeah. What did you think? I don't know. It was it was very middle of the road. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would have. Yeah. Like it's weird because the premise, like it's so dumb. It's very it's dumb. So dumb. It is the most makeshift premise ever. And all the stuff they do though is interesting. Mm. And it makes me mad. <laughs> and it makes but it makes me at the same time I have to look and be like, oh well in this situation he has to stay in it because of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And therefore it makes me tolerate it. That's and the therefore thing. it makes me interested the in what premise, she's gonna do next. The premise is interesting and some of the characters I like. Like I do like his family. Mm-hmm. And his friends are kind of fun, I guess. But I don't care about Matthew McConaughey. And like Andy seems like an interesting character, but she also yeah. is kind of dumb. Because it's like you got hired at a at a place that clearly writes a specific exactly. thing. Exactly. That know? part bugs me, but whatever. Whatever. I guess it's one of those things that's, like, the, that's how the premise must exist, and I understand that. But I don't know. Like It's just sort of fine. It's like, fine. It wasn't as offensive as I thought it was going to be. It's still pretty like terrible. Like, it's still pretty terrible. Yeah. But it wasn't as horrible like, yeah. as I thought it was going to be. Um, I probably won't watch this movie ever again. What? Like if there was a if there was a, a, a rom com movie marathon at a local theater. Oh yeah, you wouldn't you won't want to go. This probably wouldn't be the one I would I would stay. I, late to be for. fair, I don't think many people would also stay late for this. Yeah, I think I don't this... think it was a well loved movie. I think it was an okay movie and people yeah. liked it enough. It very it... it very much fell middle of the road. I think the only reason it's it's sort of stuck in popular culture is because of its incredibly long title. Yeah. Um, and also, it's just a very memorable title and imagery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matthew McConaughey is very memorable. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff, you know. I don't know. Like, I didn't, I was surprised because I thought I would, like, really, really hate this movie. And I was still kind of like, I didn't like, hate it, hate it. Yeah. But I didn't it love it. It was a little long, too. It's very long. It's what was long. I, the, my half was like 58 minutes. It's, yeah, it's about a two hour long movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of long. It's very long, for, like, especially for a premise. romance. Yeah. Yeah, right. For a rom com and for its very thin premise, it didn't yeah, yeah. need to be this long. Yeah. But it had some interesting moments. Like, you know, I thought, I thought some of the characterization was interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought some of the uh, actual, like, situations she did were pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, being just a crazy person and he's just like, oh, I gotta take this. I gotta take this because I want that diamond account yeah. for some reason. How so. do you feel about the ending where she basically gives up on her job and, and finds friends her man? I mean, he is right though. You can find a job. You can write anywhere. You have. But enough. if you have an interview lined up. It's just an interview though. I know, but you can still go to it. That's a good point. You could just go to that interview. Yeah. That's fair. You're right about that. I thought you said if she had a whole job lined up, I would be like, that's stupid. But she just it's had an, an interview. interview. So, I mean. I would she, go to the interview. If it's a job that is closer to my own interests. I think. Yeah. But there's also plenty of that in New York. You don't have to go to Washington, D.C. to write about politics. That's a good point. There's plenty of publications that are all write about that in New York. And I, I and she now has just written this apparently incredible article. Oh, apparently it's incredible <laughs> and amazing. After, and then after that, walked away from a pretty nice job. Yeah, pretty cushy job. She, she had just you know what you do? You pitch and freelance with one of those places you want to work, and mm. then you say, "Hey, do you have any job openings?" And then they let you in, and then the internet comes around, and then you get laid off. So it's okay. True. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. Just give her another decade, and she probably wouldn't she have had be a job working. anymore. Exactly. Or, job. or maybe she would have learned and been like, you know what? I should probably get on the. You know, I should probably write about my personal life more, like I did that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe I'll, I'll, you know, make something of myself. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, but yeah. Middle of the road rom com. It's unoffensive. But you know what? It was fun to talk about with you, buddy. Right back at you, pal. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. I hope we didn't lose you in ten days. Um 
if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to listen to previous ones, are there any episodes previous to this that are similar? We talked about her once. Uh, she was in an, uh, one of the episodes, the Mother's Day episode. Who? The main girl in this. She's in Mother's Day? Yeah. Oh, I recognize her from Almost Famous. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, both of those episodes are really good. You can check them out on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. This and is... while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and a review. We will read it on the show, no, no matter what it says, even if it is um, uh, how to uh, do something in 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> how to cook a roast in 10 days, a roasted lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are you going to say? She... <laughs> What I feel like this movie reminds me of that one movie we watched for Netflix. Was that Christmas movie? Oh, Christmas what was that with a Christmas conscience? Bo- Christmas box? Christmas, the Christmas cookies. The Christmas sweater? Christ- the Christmas. The Christmas. The, uh, Christmas. There was a Christmas Prince, which I watched. There was a Christmas Prince. It wasn't prince. good. No, that one's bad, but it was something the about. Christmas, the oh. Christmas thing. Yeah, go ahead and look at it. Uh, you can also email us for uh, if you want to recommend any films. Uh, you can email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com or get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Christmas Inheritance. We would have never gotten I would that. Not, I, for never some reason, that. I thought it was it was a, it was uh, two C's. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, what was that? What, what, what's that called, Ethan? When you uh, got an alliteration? Alliter- I thought it was alliteration, but uh, it, it was not. It's alliteration. I know, but I thought that the oh no, that's it's not. not Christmas inheritance. It's, it's not, not alliteration. It would be uh, that's a terrible uh, title. Christmas with the cranks is I, closer. <laughs> maybe that's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no. This movie does kind of remind me of Christmas inheritance. Although I feel like that one was way worse. Oh no, it's a much worse movie. Yeah, I, that's the other thing. Do you think you could have li- like watched this movie if it was like an entire full length? Like you could have sat through the whole thing. Um, no, 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 probably not. Would you want to see the rest of uh, the Matthew McConaughey rom com oeuvre? Yes, maybe we'll do that. No. If you guys <laughs> want us to watch him, you should email us and <laughs> let us know, or oh, no. check out our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, is there anything else you want to say at the end of this episode, pal? Um, I don't know, man. You're all good. It was all right, all right, all right. It was all Take right, your right. shirt off, more Mafrikaner. Hey, <laughs> you know, to be fair, he he looks pretty good. He looks almost the same age he does back then. He does not age. It's weird. It's great. I mean, he, he always looks like he smokes li- a lot of weed and he works out all the time. <laughs> so, like, good on him. Yeah, man. I guess yeah. that's the secrets, huh? He's what? M- probably he looks permanently set at 34. I like, know. 32. what is he right now? Uh, let's see, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, guess before you look it up. Oh, I'm guessing he is 46. I'm going to guess he's in his 50s. Matthew. I'm going to guess late 40s, early 60s. Or early 50s. Matthew McConaughey. Like 50, 50. Let's see. He's 48. Fuck! Got it. Oh, man. That's right in between what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. 48. Yeah, all right. That's pretty good, though. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. (laughs) Time is but a flat circle. We're running around and listening to other podcasts on a different timeline. Please do that. Yeah. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 